What? You, you already got involved in the discussion defending your boy Ross and his children's hospital visits. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a Russ guy. Who is? And I'm not a Sierra guy either, so. I am not. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you like Russ because, you know, he's good looking. I don't think he's good looking. I think he's kind of funny looking. Yeah, he is a little funny looking. I think he's a little funny looking. And his wife, like, you could fit all of her talent into a Dixie cup. <laughs> I've taken, I've given urine samples that exceed the volume of her talent. I have to agree. You too? You've given urine samples that size? All right. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what Russ lands like next year. I think Washington, D.C. I think he's born to be a commander. Yeah. He's from Virginia originally. You know, they could use quarterback play, albeit subpar. And what else is he going to do? Well, hopefully retire. Could he, yeah, could he get the, like, the NBA treatment where you just nobody wants him anymore? <laughs> he could John Wall him. <laughs> that would be pretty good. That would be hilarious. Let's get started, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, She's so official. Seems like everything about her, I seem to like. She just want a real nigga to love her and treat her right. Gucci and Prada probably won't please her something. Like. She's something special. She know that she pressured, but she really ain't standing high. You know that you're perfect, ever ended up being a crowd. Then I just wanna be her. Look she got it going on. I be the first to mention that she ain't walking around looking for attention. No, no, exactly why she got mine. Got every other shot and just playing from behind. And she been a busy nigga like me, won't have the time. But I bet I'll make it for you, darling. But can we get it started? I'm trying to turn it for the better. And ain't no one stepping how we gon' step and we the Like everything about her, I see in the light. She just want a real nigga to love her and treat her right. Gucci and Prada probably won't please her, that's something like She's something special. And she know that she pressure, but she really ain't standing high. You know that you're perfect, ever ended up being a crime. Then I just wanna be her. Shout out to her. Blue presidents and residents. I'ma make sure she knows that I'm feeling it, baby. Real confident, digging it. Pretty proud of her. And I love her way she move them hips. What I'm tryna say is, do you wanna ride? We just tryna slide. I create the vibe. Shout out to your bag, I don't fall. And she got every reason to be cocky, but yeah, she low. She's so official. Seem like everything about her, I seem to like. She just want a real nigga to love her and treat her right. Gucci and Prada probably won't please her, that's something. Like. She's something special. And she know that she pressure, but she really is something to hide. Knowing that you're perfect, ever ended up being a crowd. Then I just wanna be her She just want a nigga that's gon' slide for her Nigga that protect her peace and don't lie to her Nigga that's going it down so she can ride for her And if you think I ain't gon' be the nigga you will want Take a shot in and say what you from the bottom Chance on right in the midnight and nothing problem She ain't tryna be one of them you solve her Picture perfect where well, if I get her She's I won't so official Seems like everything about her I seem to like Gucci and Prada probably 
She know that she pressure, but she really ain't setting the high. She know that she's perfect, everyone didn't be in a crime. Now I just wanna be Welcome back. You guys are back on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Pink, home of sports, music, and mayhem. All right, that was uh, Kale Beasy with his new single, Alibi. All right, Pink knows him. Used to coach him. Yeah, no, I didn't coach him. You I didn't coach his brother. You coached his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was already focused on singing at a young age. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Not a hooper, a singer. No, yeah. His brother, his brother's a football player and basketball guy. It was uh, was on my Winter Springs JV team. Oh man, oh yeah. man. Well you can catch Kel Beasy on all uh streaming platforms. Like again, that was uh Alibi. All right, and we got a uh a pretty and the, and the occasional right. local live performance too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does those performances. He gets and out and about. He's a good cover guy too. I like him when he does uh 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 what was that he did? Uh was it genuine with differences? Yeah. He's a he's a good cover guy too, man. Yeah. Um we got a good show for you guys as always, all right. Um, what's not pictures here? We're gonna we're gonna give you guys a Cat Williams uh, reaction there to his interview with Unc Shea Sharp. All right, uh, I have a rant here to go on. Uh, FAMU former FAMU coach Willie Simmons. All right, OKC Thunder talk. Teachers in Central Florida has had enough. All right, and some up uh, Epstein talk here, man. As Epstein list <laughs> should have dropped by now, but I, I I haven't received any notification about that. It's supposed to drop today. This it's like they're dropping, mix, they're dropping a mix. They're dropping a mixtape. Damn, Did you just get an alert. Devil love. Uh, yeah, we got Pre- Prince Andrew on the list and President Clinton. We'll get into that, man. It's just literally Andrew, just like dropped. They, he was on video in the documentary. So yeah, he couldn't. He wouldn't. He wasn't going to escape. He enough, dude. <laughs> That's a sleazy, disturbing guy. <laughs> and we were talking earlier, like, and we'll go into this, I guess, but, you know, some people might have had an association with him, and some people are about that life. Prince Albert was about that life. <laughs> Make no mistake. Make no mistake about it. Yeah. We'll definitely uh, definitely get into that. You know, what we we didn't talk about last week, but I remember we talked about this a few years ago on the when we were on the radio, about, like, we're not really big... Um, New Year's resolution, guys. Oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got to yeah. get out and do it. I'm a day-to-day grind guy. I'm a man of action, not words. Yeah. Although I'm here with a bunch of words. <laughs> but so maybe I'm a hypocrite. I don't know. One thing I did tell myself, though, I don't know if you can call it a resolution. I guess you can. It's, this year, I'm really going to just put a cold, hard stop on giving out so much money to my family. I love it. I'm proud of you, Bob. I hope you follow through and don't just disappoint us. And uh, I know some of them watch the show here. I, 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 again, I told my sister this. <laughs> You're on notice now. <laughs> I told my sister this. I don't know who told what cousin or what that if you get in some 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 type of financial trouble to just call Bubba or text Bubba. I get the most random Facebook messages, text messages from cousins I haven't seen since I was like five or six years old. Really? And 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 it starts off like, "Hey, how you been doing, man? Yeah, you know, uh, well, you know, I kind of need, you know, fifty dollars, uh, uh, two hundred dollars. I'm about to get kicked out. God d- damn, man! <laughs> Last time I saw you, we were swinging on the damn uh, the playground. Yeah, on the tires on the playground, man. Uh, I I I don't know who let that out in the family, but um, I'm going to tell you something. And and the thing is, because I know. You know, uh, so many of them are still, you know, they're in the they're in the trenches. But what I have to get in my brain is that 
these $200, these $50, these $100, that's not going to lift them out of the trenches. They're still going to be there after I give them that money. I can't allow them to take me back there. I'm not going back broke for you motherfuckers. And I found myself in a predicament where I was low on money a couple times this year. And, yeah, you might think to yourself, yeah, what is $50 to Bubba here? But when it's 15, 20 of you motherfuckers, including my sister and the kids, I'm, that's they're, 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 those bills add up. And yeah. I got to cut you motherfuckers off this year, okay? I like and you. I love you and, you know, and we family. And uh, I'll see you at the family union if we have one. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, it has to be done. Okay. We'll see if they love you back, Bubba. <laughs> when you're not the financier of their dreams. Yeah. Seriously, man. Now, I'm, I'm big on that. I think you, you become like an enabler if you do that. Yeah. And I'll go one further, Bubba. I think all the money that you would have been giving to relatives, if you, every time there's a request, you put that money in an investment for yourself. Mm. I thought you were going to say, like, take it to a strip club. No, nah, I'm actually being legitimate today. <laughs> Changing the narrative. Changing the narrative. <laughs> and Never. then just say, I cannot accept your request. I'm too busy creating generational wealth. <laughs> there you go. I think I you like should that do idea. that, man. I like that idea. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. I, I'm, 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 I'm super happy if you follow through in this, brother. All right. But we don't want to call it a resolution. No, no, no. Resolutions no. are corny. Yeah, they are, man. You yeah. just got to be a day-to-day person. Yeah. Get up every day, do something positive, and Get it stack done. another day on top of that. Get it done. Get her done. <laughs> um, right. Who's the guy that that's their thing? Get her done. Who's that guy? <laughs> I don't know. Was it's it like a comedian? Like yeah, thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I almost had it. I'm, I'm sure. I, Is he? He's kind of like a big guy, and he wears yeah, like yeah, the cut-off yeah. shirts. Yeah, and, and oh, like man. the trucker outfits uh, yeah, with a cut-off yeah. shirt. It's, it's, damn, he's pretty funny, too, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's I wanted to show my range that I listen to white comedians. <laughs> uh, his name is like right there on the tip of my tongue. Pause. But um, <laughs> it's gonna come to me. It's gonna come. All right. Um, from from uh, from, is that him? Larry, the Larry cable the cable guy. guy with an God, assist from it the was gallery. going to come to me. <laughs> you didn't have a show. It was going to come. <laughs> there you go, Larry there you the go. cable guy. Larry the cable guy. He had a good run. He had a good. Yeah, I don't think he's doing much run. now. Is he? Maybe. Okay. No. He's dead? Why? How? Let's see. Larry the Cable Guy succumbs to... We don't want to kill guys on the Bitch Podcast. Tractor Please make sure he's... (laughs) He's he's gone here. You don't see? Pancreatic cancer, maybe? Oh, he's alive. Damn it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Larry's awesome, man. (laughs) What's happening here? Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, from one rent to another, we're gonna get into this uh, Cat Williams and other stuff here. All right, but what I wanted to do here, um, was get into my other rant here. All right, two for one today. Two for one here. Feel like I'm at Publix. I'm gonna try not to get too too emotional, too involved. Try not to try to limit my curse words here. Show that I have a decent grasp on the English language. (laughs) All right. Well, so as long as Ben Simmons is involved, yeah, <laughs> you put all that out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so, FAMU's coach, who I believe was there at FAMU for about five or six seasons, Willie, uh, uh, head coach Willie here, Willie Simmons, he ha- has is leaving the program uh, to coach the running backs over at Duke. Now, um, if you're unfamiliar with HBCU football and FAMU, uh, FAMU 
had one of the, 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 the one of the best seasons that uh, HBCU can have coming off, coming off this season. Just to give you a better general idea, they had a better season than Jackson State ever did while Dion was there. They uh they won the conference and they actually won their bowl game. If you can remember, Dion lost both of his uh, bowl games while he, he had was a special there. way of choking in the big game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Willie did not choke. He got the job done, and um and also on top of that. What Willie was able to accomplish was he was generating a um a, a, a avenue for these uh, uh transfer portals. He 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 you know posted a couple of guys from Florida State and other uh, top Division One programs, and he was getting these he had, he former uh, four star guys. Got a guy knew uh, from Ace that played here at Jones mm. uh, that was at FAU was transferring there. Yep, yep. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So he was getting some of those three star, four star. Uh, guys in there in in, in, in in somewhat you can say it in abundance all right and he's getting into the program and they were becoming a very very strong team now when you know so you know uh, uh, the head coach at Duke if I if I have this correct I be, is he a new coach yeah yeah so he just yeah so because uh, Mike Elko was there this year he left to take the A&M job yes and I can't remember the guy that they got to come in. Right. But basically, he's building his staff. Yeah, he's building his staff. He's building the staff. And, uh, you know, what better way to go and get Willie here, who has been uh, phenomenal here for FAMU, and he's hired him as a as a running backs coach. All right. Now, FAMU, one thing I will say, I went to Bethune-Cookman. I'm a Bethune-Cookman alum. One thing I can say about FAMU um, is one good thing I can say, right? Not a lot. <laughs> no, I was just joking. But they are – very uh prestigious and very um you know you know they are projecting air of superiority <laughs> uh, they don't they don't show enough ill they don't show any ill will towards Willie leaving if you watched and I've read a lot tons of the the boards there and things like that family boards and and and, and I'm in these groups HBCU groups and things like that and they really appreciate his time here and what he's done for FAMU and things like that and uh so I'm going to just to, to, totally go the other way with this here and <laughs> family if you won't say it I, I, I'll say it for you I, I I just think this move is very weak it's it's, it's just it's, it's very very Week now, let, let's take this thing here. Uh, let's take this piece by piece because I have quite a few, quite a few things to say about this. All right, when you the first thing because when you think about the individual move for Willie, you say okay, this is a the overall sentiment is this is a great move for Willie for Willie and his personal life. Uh, people have cited you know compensation and. An opportunity and and things like that to become a part of this new coach's staff on Duke's uh, team here. All right. Now, one thing I can say, and I can, and I, I, you know, I don't know the exact numbers. I don't know what he is making at Duke. But one thing I can, one thing I know for sure, and I would bet my life on, as far as uh, being on inside of uh, Bethune Cookman's, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, sporting thing there, and also. Uh, coach Jenkins, who was the, the the greatest coach who has ever come through Bethune, uh, very close. I knew how much he was making at that time and, and things of that nature. I would bet my life that he's either he's he, he's either making he's he, I can confirm he's not making a substantial amount more as Duke's running backs coach as he would make as you know at, with this new contract in FAMU. Matter of fact, FAMU and their um, and their staff and the AD there, you know, they offered him 
more money than he wouldn't be making at Duke. They were go, they were the 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 boosters there and the fan base, they or the to, alum. To they stepped offer. up to make a better offer than Duke was even offering. So let's throw money out of the table. You know how Dion left Jackson State, and you could say, okay, they offered him uh, X amount of money that Jackson State just couldn't come up with. That is true. Dion left him. Uh, one of the reasons, or you can. You can say or whatever he is making more money now than he w- would have made at Jackson State. That is not the case with Willie. Okay. okay, so let's throw that out of the window. Money out of the window. Second is opportunity. Now, this is Duke University football, and let's just call it the worst fucking Power Five conference there is. ACC is fucking awful. Okay, and Duke is not one of the better teams in that awful conference. You're going to be a running backs coach at Duke University when you were a head coach at the best uh, uh, HBCU football team now there and growing. You're getting better players. Who knows where that could have gone? And my problem with Willie and these guys is that you leave before you know what it can become. We don't know what Jackson State could have become. You had, you fucking got the number one player in the nation. All right? Like, who knows what that could have grown to be? Uh, uh, you know, Willie's getting all of these top, all these top players. In one year or two, you can beat Duke easily. Like, this is, like, I, I just don't, I don't understand. Because the thing is, they say that, and not only do they say it, it is an accurate statement now, that HBCU football is that we lack, you know, we lack uh, good coaching. We lack good players uh, to be able to compete with the top level D1s. And we lack um, uh, resources and um, facilities. OK, but we show time after time we can acquire those things. We can acquire the good coaches. We can acquire the good players. We can acquire the, uh, the, the facilities. The thing is, these guys, they leave and they and they leave before the process uh, um, can be, you know, sought out or finished. You know what I mean? Before we can actually see what it can become, and 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 I just I, I I don't this one I really don't understand. I think it is a weak ass move for him to move because I don't see the advantage. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's one thing for me to say it, it was a weak move for 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 Dion because you know, I, I you know I but I can't speak financially. I could say, oh, Dion had money already. So what what's what's uh whatever a million dollars him? Well, fuck it, I'm broke as shit. I'll probably leave for a million dollars more too, right? So I I, I a, a lot less than that. <laughs> yeah, a lot less than that, right? A uh, hand job and some fucking jolly ranchers. <laughs> but listen, I I you know so I I I, I couldn't really Ladies, dive. That's the price for Bubba. <laughs> I couldn't really dive in to, to Dion as I wanted to because I know that piece is there. I, I can't believe you just dove into monetizing yourself. <laughs> Put a price on it. But but I th- 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 this is this is one of the weakest moves. This is weaker than fucking Durant going to Golden State. This I, I this is Well I made Durant going to Golden State made a lot more sense. This is fucking mind blowing. And, and and it sets us back so far because it's like it's, it's like it's like we, we can't win you know as as soon as the fucking white man comes with a big bag of money this guy's these the, whoever is in place of power at the hbcu is going to leave automatically and and, and i just i fucking hate it man I, I i hate it and um and and it's just it just there's no hope yeah no i i don't understand the move at all i mean because again you're a head coach at an HBCU, you're running a program that's developing, emerging, and growing. And it's you're not going to be a head coach at Duke. 
You're not going to be a coordinator at Duke. You're not going to be an associate head coach at Duke. You're going to be a running backs coach. How many guys elevate from running back coach to head coach it's, at a P5 school? It's such a long drive. Right. It's, it's, it's a cross-country drive is what it is. It happens, but it's a cross-country drive. I still I, – I, I, it's just baffling. But it, but it, it also is like it does speak to a crazy element because here's the other thing you got to look at. From his perspective, other than Dion, is there an HBCU head coach that ever went to a P5 as a head coach? Mm, that's a good question. I would highly doubt it. I would say no. Yeah. So, so if he's looking at this saying – my goal in, in my professional career is to be a Power 5 head coach. And we can't necessarily begrudge him if that's his goal. But if that's what it is, he could say, where I'm at has never gotten there. Why I can't begrudge it? I do begrudge that. Well, you can, but, but I mean. I, I, I do begrudge that. Here's the thing. Like, who's to say if he keeps dominating at FAMU that his that the the next job that is offered to him is better than a running backs coach well, I that, would dare to say it would be that's that's my biggest maybe issue you get this. an offensive coordinator position at fucking whatever UCF or something I'm just throwing out well, a name no because you 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 made a great point about Duke you're going on to a new staff at a program that has had in its best light, sporadic success. They've mm -hmm. had a few years yeah, here and there where they're okay. So you're not going to a program that that is continuously successful. Yeah, if you're going to Alabama as a running backs coach, I, right? I, that, I, that's, what can, that's, what can I say? That's you know? my point. You're also I I don't know I can't recall who got the head coaching job at Duke, but I don't think it's it's some incredibly pedigreed guy with a long coaching tree. So you're you're also not kind of like a, a you know partnering on with a guy that you know is like turning out head coaches left and right you know if, if georgia or alabama or ohio state call and want to give you a position job or coordinator's job and your goal in life is to be a power five head coach i say you got to take that opportunity and, get, and but not duke not running back coach it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense and guess what you know if 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 this new coaching staff, if this new head coach crash and burns, and you know about this because you have told your story on this show, as an assistant coach, as the running back coach, receiver coach, you burn down with him. Yes, you do. And guess what? A, a, the HBCUs were there to hire you when 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 nobody else would. Same thing, like I said with Dion. The same thing, like I said with Ed Reed. You know, you 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 guys. Have the, they had the pedigree to be hired by a P5, but no one wanted to hire you. No one wanted to interview you. But HBCU bought you in and gave you that experience, and you bucked on them. You did what you did, and, and that is. Now, this guy, what if what if Duke, which which 1,000% can happen, a, a brand-new coaching staff, who knows if this guy's going to – it's a 50-50 chance and really sub-50-50 yeah. that this guy would be successful. Now, if he crashes and burns – as the running backs coach at Duke, now you have you know you failed there. It's gonna come back to fucking HBCU, and 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 I don't like that. Don't come back. Wait and go. Should stay. Go another level. You you're going into an, an uh, Duke at an ACC in an ACC conference that that may be imploding in the next two years, mm -hmm. 
And Duke is not one of the coveted pieces of that conference football-wise that they have much leverage to get to a better conference or a better situation. They're going to be one one of those, you know, like left-holding-the-bag type of teams, uh, probably playing, you know, group five football oh. in three years, not power five <laughs> oh, football. Independent, you know, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Notre Dame route or something. Yeah, I, I just I don't understand this move as being really in the best interest of your career. Um, I I would say you know keep winning at FAMU, build something special there, and then you know and and then try to leap if that's what your thing is, but leap to a better spot than Duke's running back coach at the very least. I, that, that's that yeah, and that, that that that's what I ultimately come to at, at the very least. Like like leaving FAMU as a head coach with the success you've had. For a running backs coaching job at Duke, that's such a fucking slap in the face. Believe it's but, such a. It's like we're not even better than uh, than a Duke's running backs. That we're not even better than that. When was the last Duke running back of any notoriety whatsoever? That's like that's like fucking. That's like I don't know. It's like me leaving my girlfriend for some. Fucking ran through a whore in Pine Hills. I don't like it's like you know like that. I'm Wait, not even better on. than that. I, I thought that's where you found your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like that. I'm not any better than that. That's the best you can do. Yeah, man. That's the best. Like apparently, cheat up, leave off. For the love of God! Oh, that was tough, man. Yeah. Now, fam, you loses all of the the four star guy. The guy was coming over from Florida State. Both those, of those guys, guys are, decommitted already. Decommitted already. Yeah. Those guys are gone. They're gonna go back into the middle of doldrums where they were before this guy got there. Maybe but, they'll follow him to Duke. <laughs> <laughs> but the AD there is really good. Shout out to her. Um, I forgot her name off the top of my head. I apologize, but she's very good. Um, you know, so she she may bounce back and find another gym and, and head coach there, but that's that's definitely a setback for yeah. FAMU, uh, and I'm not I'm not happy for that. Even though I'm a Bethune Cookman guy, yeah. uh, I I root for all HBCU football success. Uh, I was on the ride, I was loving the story, uh, and and it's just it's it's, it's sad to see that break down that way. Yeah, but that's 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 what I have on that. Yeah, no, that's it's very unfortunate. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. That's for sure. But shout out to the FAMU alumni for taking this with grace and class. I'm like Bubba. <laughs> I have no grace or class. <laughs> or, dignity. My, or dignity. Or <laughs> a little dignity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, once again, you guys are on the bench, on the bench podcast with Bubba and Peg, home of sports, music, and mayhem. All right. Um, what did I say we are going to get to? Oh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Yeah, that's a, this is a um, – a, a, a trending topic that's going on. So uh, his his interview on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast aired today. All right, and um, he went in, man. He went in on what we're not really going to discuss is the you know he did go in on a lot of other comedians, his peers, and things like that. That's not really what we're here to react to. But um, you know, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, 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 Steve Harvey, a lot of those guys, Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley got a lot, and uh, you know, and. and, and what I caught from a lot of that part, though, is you know he is what he's what he's saying throughout the interview is he's a very competitive guy. So you know a lot of those guys he was talking about it came from a competitive sense, like they're not better than me, and this is why. Right. Or these guys said X Y Z about me, and 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 so here's something about them. That's where that all of that came from. That right. energy came from. Okay. Um. Now Cedric is still in his joke. I thought was very interesting. Are you familiar with the joke they were referring to? Yeah, yeah, okay. I am. Uh, Cedric told that you joke. You agree that it was stolen? Uh, let me tell you, this is something that's been going back and forth. So okay. Cedric was on was on um, 
was on uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast as well. They talked about it. And when you hear people talk, you're like, oh, well, I can understand that thing. So what Cedric was saying is the timeline is off. He said Cat can't be right because the timeline is off. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, if the timeline's off, timeline's off. So maybe Cat's just crazy. But when you really think about it, yeah, he told that joke on um, Kings of Comedy. And Cat is saying, um, you know, no, he, he came to where I was at and he saw me do that joke several times. And that was two years before it you know, King of Comedy, Kings of Comedy even aired or went on their run. Right. So, you know, even though it's he say, she say, I, I think Kat is, is, is correct in there. And and, and and some some comedians will tell you like, hey, you know. But, but I, see, I, like, all right, I'm going to second here. The, if your excuse to something is the timeline's off, like that just doesn't, that seems lame. <laughs> it's you're not definitive. You're, the timeline's off. What does that mean? Yeah. Did you steal the joke or not? <laughs> no, I, I didn't steal it in February, but I stole that shit out of it in October. Like, I mean, come on, that's just weak. And to your credit, that's what Cat is saying. Like you didn't even like uh, he, he's telling Shannon like you didn't even like uh, you know uh, question him on it or challenge him. That's the word he used. You didn't even challenge him on it. Like yeah. you got to challenge these guys when they're saying these things, and that's what Cat is saying to <laughs> Shannon. And uh, so yeah, yeah. So that is a point there. And um, so, yeah, so you got, you got all of that going on. But what I wanted, what you know, because we're going to be talking about Epstein right after this. So what I felt most what I found most interesting about it is the part where he's talking about the homosexuality in um, in Hollywood. And then I paired that because um, Corey Holcomb is another comedian who talks about this a lot as well. So I'm going to play a quick video, a quick clip from the uh, from the interview. And, and, and let's see here. Before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my. They canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? He did all of that. I'm thinking I'm the only black person on the script. I get there, it's three other black guys on there. Woo. Huh. So you wonder what they did to <laughs> I told him no. What y'all do? Listen, <laughs> all you guys who thinking of coming out of here thinking you gonna make it? Your asshole must be sacrificed. <laughs> You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it, homie. If you ain't coming out of here to ride cowboy style at these parties, stuff you seeing you ain't getting nothing but bits and pieces of the truth these parties in hollywood come with consequence and penetration <laughs> oh damn <He's> got... <laughs> the, the pause <laughs> and the penetration <laughs> that was great I mean, probably not if you're on the end of that. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, and you hear you hear these stories about these crazy parties from these big people and these people people of power in Hollywood, and you know you you, you scoff at it. It's hard to believe, but the but and and the people who talk about it, they're deemed crazy or they're deemed liars or they deem you know like the cat and the Corys. But man, there has to be something to it, man. Well, we, I mean, we've been on a run here with a couple of these stories where it's like, you know, what Diddy or what you hear rumors for years. Yeah. And then at some point the dam breaks and everything comes out. And it's like, you, I mean, that's been, I mean, the whole concept of casting couches and, and all this stuff has been around forever. You know, uh, there's 
probably an element of truth to it, which is highly disturbing. Yeah. But I'm I'm an information guy. Like I like put some names on it, put some dates and some places. Well, Cat did. And who's you know who did what? Did Kat he did. name the guy? Yeah, he named the guy. He who said was he, it? Uh, uh, the the uh, is it Harvey Weinstein. Harvey, oh, it was Weinstein, Harvey right? Weinstein, right? Yeah, he said. Yeah, uh, said you know he wanted to he wanted to suck Cat's penis, and okay. uh, apparently the uh, Harvey had some. Uh, some influence on this role, like you said, and he's telling you that the other black actors are in there. Well, he was big with the Me Too thing. Like he yeah. he abused a bunch of chicks too, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, well, he's abu- he's abusing both. Yeah. Or maybe the guys are implicit, uh, so you know, you know, so it's not really abuse. Yeah. If yeah, the yeah. guys are, you know, you know, signing up for it. But uh, I mean, really, I mean, where do we sign up for that? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, and and, and and yeah, so he put a name on that. I mean, well, that interview was full of he, you know, he named everything, named yeah. names. But you know, I, it's 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 just it's it's just crazy. Now we were talking on the phone earlier about like if you're at a place. Now this is the thing, you know, if you're TD Jakes, right? So we talked about it a little bit about it last week, but like it's it's kind of true. Like, okay, what what why are why would you be going to a Diddy party if that's true? Yeah. Okay. Now and okay now, if you say okay, yeah, church people can go out and have fun. We can go to parties. We just don't have to partake. But if you're in that circle, like you have to know like what somewhat of what goes on at Diddy parties. I, we have a general idea of what goes on at Diddy parties. You can watch a Diddy interview and just assume what goes on. <laughs> Get a sense of what goes <laughs> on. No, it's true. And even you give the person a benefit of the doubt. Like, you, you give them, like, okay, I met Diddy. He seems like a cool guy. He's obviously high pro. He invited me to party. Let me go. And when you go, like, then you're going to know for sure. Yeah. And if you go back, you know what you're going back for. <laughs> that we're, yeah, well, There's no mystery anymore. No, there's no mystery. There's no misunderstanding. There's no confusion. You know, it just, it is what it is. But, I mean, it is like, I mean, I guess, but like, you know, in truth, the conversation we were having, though, is like, you know, what goes on at a party and how? You yeah. know, and, and I think, you know, I mean, you know, you could be at a party the first couple of hours and it's relatively whatever. And if you circle back another three hours, you know, everybody's naked and high on cocaine and doing whatever. <laughs> like you just don't, you know, I mean, like how, what is the, you know, what happens, you know, or there could be like the whole, you know, like the most of the party's going on in one portion of a, of a house or whatever. But, you know, there's another area of the house where different things are happening. Yeah. And it's possible that, you know, that, 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 you know, a person can go to this party, not necessarily see everything that's going on and leave having an experience that doesn't, you know, fully encapsulate you know what other whatever other depravities were, well, well, were ongoing. Well, yeah, because I you know I told the story about the homecoming party that I went to. Yeah, you dropped the ball. Yeah, well, I, I'm still bitter about that. I'm just saying, you know, I I'm uh, so I'm just going to a a, a a late night homecoming party. I'm not thinking anything of it, and then you know I get there and and as soon as I go through the door and get walk a couple paces and there's sex toys on the table and. Then, there's girls and you know and, and and lingerie lights go off and you're like what's going on here, you know so that's 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 my opportunity to either leave or stay or and, and next year do I come back to the there's same no party? There's no opportunity there, but but you stay. <laughs> no, but, but, there's, there's no, there's no option. The there's no decision. We're gonna figure out exactly what's happening here. <laughs> well, what if I walk out on seeing the girls? I just see all guys and their sex toys on the table. <laughs> Hopefully, you would have saw a little bit about what's going on there. 
know? but I'm just saying. So that's that's that's. But that is a part of it here in this thing. Now, now I wonder, and 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 when you think about, you know, way back in the medieval time, you know how much homosexuality was recorded in 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 the, like in, the in olden times. Caligula, and those guys. Yeah, and it's like. It's almost as if, you know, it's just the same shit, different day, you know, uh, uh, because it's a tradition. <laughs> it's like a yeah, it's like a you know, human yeah, male, unlike, unlike any other. <laughs> hum- it's the fucking masters <laughs> of the, and it's not even a white black thing. It's almost like a like a power. If you're in a position of power thing, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like a power play position of power thing, and it's like if you're in that group. Or if you want to be a part of this group, if you these are the things that we do here, and if you want to sit here at this table, you have to participate, type of thing. Yeah, and no, this is what we that, do. This is how we have fun. That's fair. That's fair. That's you know? to say, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. If, you, if you're if you're trying to get to the certain like circle or level of power, and you go to an event like that, and you see how everybody's getting down, it's like you you know you're, yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you kind of say no and leave that. You're leaving more than just the party. Yeah, you're not gonna have that rapport with those people. Yeah, you know that's true. It's, we we it's and disturbing, co- but you true. know, in college we were all drinkers. Now there was this. We had a roommate, um, you know, and there were other guys who weren't actually our roommates who were in our circle. But we, uh, one of our roommates didn't drink, and and it you know it was we always tried to get him to drink because we were every drinkers. Everybody's drunk, having a good time. We want this guy to be a part of what we have going on. Peer pressure at its finest. And the thing was, is that it, it was like he was kind of outside of that circle only because he didn't drink. He was yeah. a cool guy with the glass, Marty had chicks or whatever. But he was just wasn't a part of this inner circle because he wouldn't drink. Yeah. No, that's, you know what I mean? Well, that's and that's the just like, a part of the thing. There's parts of the day, parts of the week when he's there. Yeah, yeah. And then it's when y'all go to do your thing. He's, you know, he's not there. Yeah, he's out of the loop. You, you miss those times. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and and as far as Hollywood and Cat Williams is 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 is, is saying, and, and it's very interesting because Cat Williams is he is almost a lone wolf, and um, you know, and, and, and he had a couple uh, you know, slaves for like Kevin Hart and things like that, and you, you know, and he's talking about this uh, uh somewhat. He's he almost talking about like a Illuminati type thing. Uh, I know a lot of conspiracy theories are going to go crazy with that in the very beginning of the interview. Yeah. Uh, that's the part he was talking about. Um, you know, uh, like I said, uh, uh, I just said his name. Weinstein? <laughs> no, 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 no. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. And, uh, the, uh, and those guys. And a lot of those guys come clicked up and grouped up and things like that. You know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I don't know. And then it's like, you know, you could say. I could do more than say I, I you know, I, I'm not sucking no dick to get. I'm poor, and I've always been poor, and I would love to have money, but you know, that's just you know, it's a bridge too far. Yeah, it's you know, it's not enough cocaine in the city, and um, and but you know, I can't, I I don't know, I can't blame these guys if that is what they're doing. You know, uh, Boondocks had a, a fucking uh, really funny um, show about the Tyler Perry thing and what you had to do 
it was almost like a sex cult. And, you know, if you was like a guy, you had to come in and do all type of crazy things for Tyler Perry to be on his movies and to be a Damn. <laughs> yeah, even the Boondocks called that out. And it's like, you know, I, 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 if that is really the case or somewhat similar for these guys or, or certain, you know, entertainment uh, groups, I, you know, just, I, you, if you've been in poverty, man, it's it's almost like it ain't for me, but I understand, man. <laughs> it's like, it ain't for me, but, but uh, if you're trying I mean, to get out, I understand. Man. <laughs> well, I mean, the crazy thing is, if you go, if you go, you know, if you go all in for the entertainment industry, this is what you want to do. This is your passion or whatever. And it's like, you know, you're either gonna do this, or you're gonna get stuck with a like a nine to five. Like you know, and again, I I don't know that we can answer the question truly because you're not on the yeah. That's yes, another thing. You know, it's easy to sit here and say, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that." But like, if you're one thing away, like I, I mean, I always looked at it like with, with like the steroids in sports and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't necessarily begrudge the guys for trying to do that. Yeah, you know, this is this is what your your whole life is predicated on doing. Mm -hmm. If you go this extra mile, you get there. If you don't, you don't. Mm -hmm. And then you're just some guy that used to have a little talent. And so, you know, that's, I don't know, man. That's that's the thing. But I mean, you know, here's another one. Like, like, even like in terms of just from a psychological standpoint, like think about like a lot of weird shit that happens to get into like a regular fraternity at a, at a school. Yeah. Like people do creepy ass, weird, sometimes, you know, homosexual type of stuff yeah. when you're ostensibly not homosexual to get into a group of dudes at a college. Mm -hmm. You're not even at the precipice of any greatness. You're just <laughs> you're just grinding out another semester and you're over there ready to, you know, eat another dude's load or something. <laughs> I mean, do you think about this? Yeah. Like, you know, and but like again, it's I do think like psychology plays like a huge fact factor. You know, you get into this process and then like you're surrounded by these people and you're all looking at each other and it's like we all want to do this, you know, and you're kind of like, well, if you do it, you know, like, you know, if, if somebody steps up and does it, I won't feel so bad about doing it. And next thing you know, you've done something ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's really crazy. But I, I think it, what it really speaks to is how easily we as people can be manipulated. Yeah. It's dark. It's cynical. It's sad, but it's true. When people want something, when they want to be a part of something or reach a goal, they'll do damn near anything. Get the bad crew. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Let's go to uh, let's go to let's go to Epstein here. All right. You may soon learn the identities of more people connected to Jeffrey Epstein. A federal judge has ordered the release of more than 150 names which were previously withheld. They include witnesses and victims in the civil case against Gerlene Maxwell, who is currently serving 20 years in prison for being Epstein's accomplice in sex trafficking. The list also includes some of Epstein's former employees. Epstein, a wealthy and well-connected financier, was indicted in 2019 for a scheme of involving underage girls. He later took his own life in jail before he could be tried. He didn't take his own damn life. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, no. Right? Same know. thing with like Dahmer. But why like... didn't they kill the bitch? That yeah, makes no she's sense. Because she's me. still there. Yeah. yeah, she's still there. If you really they gave her, they gave her twenty years. But you, like, here's the thing: dead men tell no tales. Yeah. And so, why not kill her too? If you are going to kill the guy, go all in. What's that? She has 
Apparently, you take risk off the table. Well, apparently, like, like, she's collaborated to 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 help give the names for this, this for this list to create this list. Um, it's dropping like a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> dropping like a mixtape. It is. That's a good one. It's great anticipation. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, the list hasn't hasn't dropped yet. It's just saying that that um, the documents have been unsealed. So it's just it's just a matter of them releasing it out to the public. But it has been. Um, so they do have them. Uh, uh, and and a couple of names that they can't confirm is on it. As I, as I said earlier, Prince Andrew and um and, and Clinton and President Clinton. Wild Bill. <laughs> And they actually said Clinton was there quite a few times. So <laughs> to the surprise of no one, <laughs> <laughs> he had to get away from Hillary and get some good coochie somewhere. <laughs> that's, that's a wild statement. I mean, but yeah, I'm, yeah. have you masturbated to Hillary Clinton? <laughs> There's probably a reason for that. Um. So, uh, um, a name that I can't pronounce. Uh, is that the lady's last name? Schoberg, Joe Berg, or whatever. But recalled know. in her 2016 deposition, yes, that's the that's the lady that's in jail in oh. prison. No, um, Ghislaine Maxwell is the one in prison. Is, is that one? so? Who is this? The, she was probably one Schoberg. of the victims. Oh, okay, yes, yes, the and victim. She probably offered testimony. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that's what she said during the deposition. She says that um, Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. And that she understood uh, <laughs> uh, to distinguish him from Catholic priests everywhere. Epstein had numerous dealings with uh, with Clinton, <laughs> and that um, a spokesman for Clinton confirmed in 2019 that the former president had flown on um, Epstein's private plane um, and, and things like that. So you know, I, I, I guess these are the first two names that come out because they could really tie these guys. To, to being around well, those I mean times. there was the there was a documentary a couple of years ago and those yeah. names were mentioned prominently in the documentary so mm -hmm. that you're not and you know who's a funny one is do you remember the attorney Alan Dershowitz that name sounds he was I think he had a peripheral role in the OJ trial he's like really like a highly decorated attorney he was in that um, Epstein documentary and it was very unflattering, and there was a lot of suggestion that he was somebody who sort of partook in this activity, mm. which, again, he's a super creepy guy, so kind of not surprising. And it's kind of not, I mean, it's not surprising that he would be able to get any cooch without some sort of manipulation <laughs> or, or heavy finance. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's almost it's going to be guilty by association in the public view. Yeah, but as as you know, like we said, when when you know when these names come out, you know, and it's supposed to be close to two hundred of them, it, it's it's like you said, it's going to be a lot of, um, you know, you know, these people are going to come out and automatic, you know, immediately say, hey, you know, this is not the case or whatever, because because like you said, he he Epstein was a very um influential guy who had a lot of money, so uh, a lot of public figures and political. Um, guys, you know, they would, um, you know, align themselves and go out to this property and things like that, probably to get additional funding to create yeah, these yeah, relationships. I mean, so it, so it, it doesn't have to be the case where he was screwing all these young girls and they were doing it all together just as a fucking fun exhibition. Yeah, I mean, it could like, have been like, his solo thing. Like, yeah, I mean, realistically, you said when these names drop, the immediate gut reaction is going to be, holy crap, this person's, you know, 
did these horrible things. Yeah. But you do have to to probably give yourself a, a, a moment of reflection and realize that this guy was not necessarily doing these activities 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. He was this guy who amassed a great fortune and who was a business guy and you know was was a, a kind of a, a mover and shaker, a guy that was playing politics as well. And so, you know, not every interaction that he had was going to be with the underage girls. And so some people will be caught in some sort of association with him. And it may honestly, genuinely not mean anything improper, but there's others that, that it probably does suggest something improper. But I was saying, so he, you know, he had this island, uh, you know, and a lot of his activities went there. And a lot of the talk is, did these people take the airplane and go to the island and visit the island? Now, again, it's entirely conceivable that the island was not a 365-day-a-year underage sex parlor. It, you know, he could have hosted legitimate fundraisers or parties or whatever there, and you know, and then the next weekend it could have been back to the little girls. You know, I, I don't know, but but the name, you know, the, the the list is going to be very interesting, and you know, people are going to have a sense that they're going to want to defend themselves or say something. Um, but again, it's it's why is it taken this long to release this list? This is years in the making. And why, you know, like, like essentially my understanding is it's going to be a list. It's not going to be, you know, we saw Bill Clinton do A, B, C, and D, or we saw, you know, this other person do these things. And so it's just still going to lead to a ton of speculation about what actually happened and who actually participated in it. Yeah. So, and, and Aaron Rodgers in, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. I I did not catch exactly what Aaron Rodgers said, but but he ostensibly indicated that Jimmy Kimmel may be on the list or may have an association with Epstein. And Jimmy Kimmel adamantly denied this, and and he's willing to to sue Aaron Rodgers over this, apparently. (laughs) And uh, that in itself would be pretty funny. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, who knows, man? It's just, you know, it's, it's disturbing. It really is. But it's just like... The bigger picture, we've got two stories here, the Cat Williams and the, and the Epstein list and stuff like that. It's like, are we really in a place where this is just prevalent behavior? That yeah. this is what you know people do consistently? I mean, if, is that where we are? Because if it is, like, nothing matters. Yeah. Like, there's no standards for anything. If you have the power and wealth to do it, you're going to do it, and you're basically immune to any penalty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's disturbing that it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's more. It's more in our face because. Uh, and On you, the tip above his tongue, even. <laughs> well, because it's like yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because, but it, the thing is, it's like when you when you hear something, you don't really know. Like when we talked about the R. Kelly thing with D. Rock was here a few yeah. a couple of weeks ago. You like you hear it. But in, until it is in your face, it is just a distant rumor, and you don't really care to know more, and you don't really care in general. But do we re like do we reach a tipping point where we now like when we hear this stuff, do we start to assume it's true because it's proving to be true over and over and over again? Yeah. That do too. we do we begin to look at each other and think, hey, what is that bastard into? Like, 
is that where we are? But it's interesting that there are some names where you'd be like, oh, hell no. They were just there for a meeting. <laughs> and there are some names where you're like, yeah, they, he probably, like Bill Clinton, like, yeah, he was there yeah. or some shit. <laughs> Even though it's just a name on our list. But Oprah, I couldn't see Oprah, you know. I, dude, I, 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 I have different girls. sentiments about Oprah. <laughs> I, I couldn't I see I think that, she's man. capable of some heinous depravity. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You she's, think so? She's a manipulative cow. <laughs> and not a sacred one. Yeah, I'm sure she's crossed some lines, but like but you got to you got to realize too, you got to like helping like Oprah was young, was, young se- girls was sexually screwed, abused early in her life. Yeah, now she gets to this place of of incredible wealth and power. Money doesn't take away your body, and that's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I guess just just some of them don't. <laughs> the, the, the td jakes and the fucking diddy parties there's some things i just i, I can't go all their way way with oh but i yeah. can with td jakes man I, <laughs> where there's what's some, up with you guys you guys get i can't believe it is because if, if i mean to me it, if you're a man of the cloth you're a man of fraud <laughs> that's just the way i look at it if you put yourself out there you're damn sure doing some wacky shit look at gandhi <laughs> That guy was pedaling around with the little boys, <laughs> you know. We're, 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 I just say, like anybody that like puts themselves so far out there as this like religious figure, there's always a dark side, he, man. He, never business with he was handling business. He, he, he had no business being oh, he had no business it, being it, in the if, first he place. if he was what he pretended to be. Mr. TD Jakes, Pastor, whatever he was. Yeah, yeah. But in fact, he did have some business there. <laughs> Getting taken to Pound Town, apparently. <laughs> Maybe he's doing the pounding. What do you know? The story was he was taken to Pound Town. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the facts. <laughs> <laughs> you can do as you please. <laughs> you can do as you please. Um, all right, let's 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 move along here. Um, all of these. All of these Epstein uh, news clippings—they they just keep talking about Prince and um, and Clinton there. And those dudes were in the documentary, man. That's yeah. just weak. So we have to wait until the official us, list has been some, dropped. Give us something interesting. <laughs> um, give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors here, Royal Thirteen The Brand dot com. Again, that is Royal Thirteen The Brand dot com. Use promo code Bubba Pink, and you can be fresh in the wintertime. I am. Um, I have a, an Atlanta, North Atlanta trip coming up. Gonna need some hoodies and jackets. It's very cold up there. A North Atlanta trip? Yeah. What's what's special about North Atlanta? Nothing special. It's, uh, I have some family there. That's where I lived oh, okay, when, okay. While, while I, when I was there. So oh, right, okay. right up there by Stone Mountain area. Uh, maybe I'll run into my ex. Maybe not. But if I do, I'll be hoping to wear some Royal13thebrand.com stuff. And looking fly. There you go. Uh, but no, I can't circle back. It's a little too far. I think there's, a, there's an expiration date on the circle oh, back. Oh, never. I think so. Never. I, yeah. I, sometimes, I, sometimes time's better for that situation. If 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 much time has elapsed, you you can you can actually maybe forget how shitty we were to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of like set it up, send a message out, resend can, a friend request be on totally Facebook. Spontaneous. Uh, if you run into him, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You if, you, just, if you run into him, don't you know? Don't uh, plan too much into it. But I can't just pop up in the city like, hey, I'm here. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> no. Well, no, 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 no. If that's true, I'm just saying, but maybe you're just out and about in North Atlanta. And 
Now that yeah, now I'm I'm down. Uh, yeah, I run, can believe that. Run into it Kroger or something. Yeah, there you go. They have plenty of Krogers there. How do See? you know? Cuz I'm a man of the world. <laughs> <laughs> not a man of the cloth, but a man of the world. Hell no. I'm not a man of the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> only thing I use a cloth for is to wipe my ass. <laughs> Oh, um, it better be a sturdy cloth. Better be a sturdy cloth. We ain't huh? trying to get a stink finger. <laughs> what do I have here? I wanted to talk about. I saw this thing on um, Central Florida teachers. I knew I left something out. There's yeah. supposed to be a video. There is no video. So um, there was actually a, a big news clip that's going around about um, Central Florida teachers. Are uh, they're pissed off, man? They've had enough. Of course, we always hear about the pay. Um, it's not, it's not been enough and things like that, but apparently there's uh, not apparently there, there's more issues and they have outlined them and detailed them. So it's, um, it's bad pay. It is, um, also about, you know, the, 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 the kids these days, uh, being as bad as they are and the attitudes and things of that nature. And, um, and also the, 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 the curriculum and things like that. They were, you know. That that those are the bigger issues be, be, because here's the deal: like teachers have never made big money. Yeah. So if you at some point in your life chose to get into education, it wasn't for a big payday. Mm-hmm. You know. So so to say, well, the pay is bad. Yeah, we it's it's bad, but you knew it was bad going into it, and that can't be the reason. Now our current state of inflation is going to exacerbate that particular thing. But what you have in teaching is you have a situation where you can't teach. Like everything is is sort of like regimented and dictated by standardized testing and and protocols that you don't have any freedom to actually teach. Right. So you're taking away the one thing that might have drawn somebody into this field. And is that like a genuine desire to teach and 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 educate people and, and have an influence and impact in their lives? And you're regimenting that away. So it's just a meaningless thing. And then. You have the COVID situation where these kids were essentially out of school for over a year and they come back as wild fucking animals, <laughs> undisciplined, untamed, unsuited for any sort of structure. And that's not going away. Right. You know, there's the, and, and, and the other side that you have is just you have an administration that doesn't support teachers in terms of like their decision making and and the, the the things that they're trying to do they'll side with the parent because and here's the deal your public school like nobody really has another choice if they're rich enough they'll go to private school but your public school like you don't have to be customer service friendly exactly people are going to be there anyway so like why don't you stand by your your faculty and have them you know i mean give them a little backbone against whiny complaining parents who can't realize their kids are retards or malcontents or future felons. And <laughs> that's basically what you're looking at. And so there's there's zero satisfaction in the entire endeavor. It you're is. not paid well. You're not getting to do the thing that you thought might have drawn you into the field. And you're, you know, you're basically getting stabbed in the back by your own administration. Exactly. Exactly. Let me play a quick. Uh, I'm going to do it a different way. I'm going to play it off my phone, so who knows how this audio is going to come out? But let's find out. All right. Let's see. All right. Let me see. Hey, 
Junior, Nine Investigates is getting a first-hand look at the real reasons why teachers are leaving our local districts. Investigative reporter Carla Ray joins us live in studio tonight with this exclusive story. And Carla, you read through dozens of exit surveys from teachers. Yeah, our hope was I to be able to create a database for all of our local districts, but only Volusia and Osceola counties maintain this information in a central location for leaders to look for patterns. And we found some that stood out right away. Teaching has never been a profession that will make you rich, and with inflation, it's getting harder to make a living. After 19 years of teaching, I was making the same pay and sometimes less than first-year teachers. A true slap in the face. But Nine Investigates confirmed through teacher exit surveys that as fewer incoming teachers come into the role with a background in education, the learning curve is costing districts, as some leave before they can even be trained. Overwhelming material to learn in a stressful environment. Not having an educational background, I felt like I was drowning. Volusia County's recruitment and retention officer spoke with us about the trends. They're masking the worst. Um, other uh -oh. qualified candidates who come from other um, markets and other professions. We have to support them differently so that we can retain them better. Book bans and new regulations about instruction from Tallahassee are adding to the issues. An Osceola County educator writing this scathing exit note. The state witch hunt for teachers supposedly teaching critical race theory and discussing LGBTQ plus issues. Parents and students labeling things such as slavery or the gay rights movement of the 1950s, 1970s as part of this new criteria, when in reality, it is just true historical fact. That's the biggest reason I'm walking away. I received my degree in history, not social studies education, and I refuse to alter, manipulate historical fact, teach partial truths, or not answer questions. Yeah, uh, that's huge. I, 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 I kind of that's the one point I didn't address is is that horseshit coming out of Tallahassee. Yeah, uh, you're literally asking your teachers to lie, and it's absurd. Yeah, I mean, one thing I would say though, like, like. I mean, I went to school and all that, like we all did. But like any teacher that you that I have any recollection of whatsoever, I would put in the category of somewhat unconventional in the way they went about teaching us. And they had a different spin on things. They 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 thought a little freely. They approached us in a different way, and they left an impact. Yeah. But if you're going to over regiment teacher, you can't teach this. You can't teach that. You can't do this. You have to do this. Like it's it's just cookie cutter nonsense. And you're not educating anybody. I mean, the education of a person is you're you're really trying to open their mind to different concepts, different things. And allow them to kind of have a space to grow into adulthood. And if you're over-regimenting and you're teaching essentially lies, you're, you're doing the opposite of that. Yeah. And, and again, what these people have not chosen to do this for money. There's something else motivating them and you're taking that away. And yeah. you're going to suffer. I mean, you, the, we're all going to suffer because they're just going to churn out idiots yeah. that we all have to deal with. So and that's an unacceptable outcome. What is the solution? Get rid of the fucker in Tallahassee. What, what, Put him what, down. What, <laughs> no, what, seriously. No, no, no. Because but, but hold you on, have hold on. to. You at some point you have to stop. You you have to stop the reversal of idiocy and say, okay, this is over. We're not going to follow these these idiotic things. We're going to start teaching the truth. We're going to open the minds of these children and we're going to do our damn job. I was going to say, because it's not just him. It's, this has been a, a reoccurring thing. Maybe not the actual curriculum piece it's, of but it. It's, but what, but what the, the problem, the problem the... is, is what well, the pay is. Yeah, I get the pay. 
I think yeah. I think the pay can be worked on because I don't think it's the biggest piece. Because nobody Get with the same teaching. mind yeah. gets into teaching thinking, I'm going to make a quarter million dollars a year. Right. Like, you know that already. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's not the biggest piece. Should it improve? Absolutely. But it's like I, those idiot you know memes that you say, oh, we should pay teachers like we pay athletes. Hell no. <laughs> like, come on. You know, we're just, no. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this is a whole nother level of talent. Well, I mean, this is this 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 isn't the day to talk about WNBA pay. <laughs> did forget that too. No, <laughs> talentless scrubs. <laughs> hey, hey, leave out Caitlin Clark in this. She's a scrub too. Oh my gosh! But anyhow, come on, you really into that? <laughs> she, yeah. Did you see what she's doing? Hitting a bunch of threes <laughs> against, against girls. It's a competition. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's not that impressive. I mean, it is. It is somewhat. Um, you know what? Because we we pretty much wrapped up the teacher thing anyhow. But um, it is impressive. But you know what I think about it all the time? Because now it's the Caitlin Clark train. Everybody's on the Caitlin Clark thing and. You know, they're on ESPN. Oh, she's the best I've seen since or whatever. And she's going to go into that WNBA. And then never be heard of again. Her care, yeah. And never be might, heard of again. Might as well fall into a black hole. <laughs> We've seen this story over and over and over again. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't understand why it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And because I don't the know product why. of women's basketball is not good. But, but why you is it good in, in women, college? It's not. It's a catchy story that they throw down our throats. That's what it is. They just drive well, this crap. Well, they, the WNBA needs to carry the story. They the need story to do a better dies job. dies because the basketball's bad. It's not entertaining. Nobody sits there and goes, hey, what's on TV today? NBA game? WNBA. Oh, hey, I'm going to go with the but WNBA. You, but you have to, regardless of that, you have to capitalize off of the that, that notoriety that these – these women are, are are amassing after their college career because we it's, every year it's a new it's a new hot story, you know what I mean? Uh, the yeah, best the best to do it was the 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 the, the, the tall girl who dunked a couple of times. Uh, what help me out with the dreads? Brittany Griner. Yeah, yeah, she carried a little bit in WNBA to where you can. But we talked you know, about her at specifically in the past. I like that's the thing. I remember her at Baylor. Yeah, I I watched a game or two in the, yeah. in a tournament, and I could not tell you right now. Now, what, what team, team she's she on. ever played? What team she ever played for? <laughs> like, no, I mean seriously, in the WB, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Like, it's just not important. But they have, but they have to do a better job of making it interesting. I don't think you can. WNBA. Yeah. But 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 you'll catch the college if it becomes interesting. You'll you'll catch on to a college women's basketball story. Like this Caitlin Clark. Because so. it's it's a, no. because I think it's I think it's a spoon fed story. Yeah. I know. Exactly. That's exactly what's gonna happen. But I don't know why. I mean I understand why. But it but 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 this is why publicists and 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 people would uh, you know this is why they, this is why they get paid this is why they earn their money they have to find a way to to keep it interesting because it is interesting this Caitlyn Carr is story it that, like that's what I'm for, saying for people is it really yeah yeah because people are paying attention to it people no, no, are no, tweeting no. about it people are making posts about it people are watching it the the ratings are fairly you know they're they're but, good for what it is but what I'm telling you is we are being force fed this 
they jumped on it last year and they just keep stoking that fire and that intrigue and and that's it but where does it go she goes into the draft unless she literally like lights up the league and puts up pistol pete numbers nobody's going to care if she goes into the league and becomes an all-star level player drops 22 points a game and five assists who's going to give a damn did we we cared about Tarasi a little bit, didn't we? No, <laughs> no. I mean, not on any big scale. Like, if you like basketball, okay. Well, who's the best women's player in the world? Oh, uh, Tarasi. The other girl that the uh, more more who left the league. <laughs> she got more attention post UConn for quitting basketball and marrying a guy out of jail yeah. than she did for anything in the WNBA. Right. But she was a huge story in college too. That's another. But one. that's my point. But yeah, yeah. yeah like, I there's stories in college that, like, and again, maybe because I, I mean, it's just you. Every year, I mean, like it's Cheryl Swoops when she was at Texas. Yeah, Tech, this, 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 but it's force fed. They get we get into March and they start talking about some girl that's something special, and but it just doesn't go anywhere. But they are balling out. I think a part of the reason also is that I guess the WNBA is more competitive than co- I mean, of course it is, right? It is. And they get there and they're not, I guess, they're, because they're not dominating in that same they, way. That's my point. And, and, if if Caitlin Clark goes into the WNBA and drops Pistol Pete numbers, like 40 points a game. But, but it has to be almost immediately. Like, right. she can't have you this. You can't have a lag. There's no build-up. Yeah, it can't be a. Because that whole thing. She doesn't thing, have time to develop like a Wendy. <laughs> contrived attention yeah. that has us right now. And then it's like, you know, then again, you go into the draft. If you don't do something ridiculous immediately, the story moves on. They'll be talking about the next chick coming through college. Well, again, this is my suggestion. One is always been. Play naked. Yeah, yeah. Yes, play in lingerie. And and, and that is the answer. But alternative alternative answer is, is, is make the game in a way where you force feed these freshman stars in and you just you give them the rock and give them the highest usage rates possible to make them successful. The, so that the way reality, the story can carry. I think the reality is they're probably not that good to do that when they get to the WNBA. Maybe not, but you get, I mean but if and then and then what? Like so then what? Well, you so fucking then you, lose. Nobody you, cares if you win no, or lose but, anyway. But what I'm saying like so then you get the eyeballs to watch Caitlin, you know, Clark's first, you know, couple yeah, take games. 30 shots a game. And 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 she's, you know, 5 for 21 from the field. And I was like, dude, I could do that at the fucking rack. Well, it was, the, the story was going to die anyway, but you got to let it try. No. It's my thing. Stop they get in and they, yeah. and they try to make it like, oh, this Ricky has to go through the 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 whatever, the ringer, and you have to learn the game. No. I, I'm the reason why anybody's watching this game, if there is a soul watching this game. <laughs> give me the ball and get out my goddamn way. You just, you just have to accept what you are in the entertainment spectrum. Yeah. And it's you're kind of like a niche thing that, that, you know, just do the best you can with what you have and, and hope that there's people attracted to, to watching that. And the reality is it's going to be a small audience. It's going to remain a small audience. All right. Caitlin, you have been talked about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move along Check here. that box. <laughs> um, T.I. and Tiny Man. So uh, they're being sued by a woman claiming that uh, they drugged her and penetrated her with the rapper's big toe. This is a uh, this is a show full of it today, man. Yeah, this is uh, uh, this cannot be easily dismissed, knowing what we know about well, if these people in this drugged, circles. How could she confirm it's a big toe? <laughs> Maybe it's a small unit. 
That was so small, it must have been big time. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm going to tell you, somebody who gets rich and stays with Tiny, there's something going on. Whether it's that or whatever. Oh. She's she's by far, and it's not even close, she's the ugliest woman to be with a star there is in the in the, in nah, there that's is. facts man she's uh, disturbing yeah um she looks like a mutant <laughs> she literally looks like a mutant yeah no, but you think that like <laughs> just have like one of those like sit down interviews so you guys have been a couple for 20 plus years what's the secret well we really like drugging other women <laughs> We, we don't agree on much. We fight about the bills. He spends too much time watching sports. I don't like go to craft fairs, but man, you drug a chick with us. We're in our happy place. We're in our happy place. I don't know. I think that yeah, maybe that's their thing, man. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. It's definitely a hilarious story. They understand each other. Um, <laughs> If she could, if she could somewhat prove this, that'd be it. Get really interesting. But wasn't there? There was a story a couple of years ago about them like drugging a, a woman and doing stuff with her. I think this is their move. Yeah, but it goes back to that thing we talk about all the time. Like these these women, especially the first one. I'm not I'm not 100 sure about this one here, but they're just going after the money. And if you were drugged and taken advantage of. Like for real, for real, you know, you, 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 I think you will pursue criminal charges, right? You should. I mean, that's that's what you should do. But people are crazy. You know, I don't know. I it's just, not like you, it's not like the money is off the table if you do criminal. I mean, you probably could do both. You know, but you could. But like, I suspect. Um, I'm gonna hazard a guess. I think that what they do is th- they're doing this with people. That they develop some sort of connection to. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's like an employee connection. Maybe it's a friend or, or something. And they this happens. And then, you know, they're probably super apologetic, maybe, you know, throw some gifts their way or whatever and just try to like smooth it over as whatever. And then that kind of like maybe pacifies the, the rush time. to the police or, or something like that. Yeah. You know, and then I, you know, who knows? I haven't been drugged and sexually abused yet. Uh, <laughs> so like I don't know, like when you kind of like come to that, like maybe you you know, maybe you don't really fully comprehend what the heck may have happened to you. You know, and maybe they're telling you a story and maybe parts of it make sense and other parts don't. I, I really don't know what that experience is. But maybe there's something in the process of that that kind of makes a person uncertain, you know, as to what exactly happened or how do I prove what happened? Um, you I, know, and again, if he's only using a big toe, there's probably minimal damage, <laughs> or something that feels like a big toe. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, I could definitely see. Yeah, I could see. I could see that what you're talking about there. And also, like you say, yeah, they're probably all having a good time. Maybe they're all on drugs. And, and yeah, so technically she was drugged, but they're probably all on drugs. And, um, or at least Tiny is. She, she looks like somebody who's on drugs. <laughs> and then they're all having a good time. And I, and maybe just, you know, like you said, then maybe they ease it over there. Then the person realizes, like, hey, 
they're rich and I'm broke. It's time. I need some money here. And this is what I can do with this. Or like uh, or, or they're not, you know, willing to do it again or something happens where, you know, th- you know, they're, they're trying to get some money off of, out of them under the table. T.I. says enough of that. You know, or whatever. So you know, the, you know, you don't have any proof anyhow. So sue me. Yeah. And that's probably what's well, going on. Because, like, I mean, how are they securing these, you know, these people anyway? Like, yeah. I, 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 are they just I like, like that you point know, you made? Yeah. Snatching people off the street, and throwing them in the back of an SUV, and here's what's going to go down tonight. Like, yeah. I'm thinking there's probably some sort of thing yeah. that you know you somebody is sort of maybe titillated by some of the things you're talking about, and once it actually goes down, you're you're not about that life. I don't know. No, I like that. I like that. All right, uh, moving on to some sports here to, to close out the show. Uh, some NBA talk. I I I wanted to do an exercise with you here. An exercise? <laughs> Should I stretch? Let's see. Kobe saying, "Oh yeah, that audio from the Instagram video was good." And then he says, "You value what you pay for. If you want excellent employees, you have excellent pay." Talking about the teacher thing. Yeah. Only the government thinks they can still pay people in benefits. <laughs> Uh, benefits package is good. Gotta love that benefits package. <laughs> Man, if you, if you don't slap 40000 extra on this motherfucking salary. <laughs> I'm some damn benefits. Um, this is what I want to do, okay? I'm going to give you the names of some players, okay? And then versus names of other players. I want you to tell me what, 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 you know, we're going to compare these players, all right? So I'm going to give you some names. All right, let's go with... Okay, let's go with uh, Fred Van Fleet. Keep that name in mind, Fred Van Fleet. Yes. Okay, let's go with uh, Darren F- D- Darren Fox. Darren Fox. Darren Fox. Okay. Comparing those two guys? No, no. no. I, got, I got maybe about three more names. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm going through the rosters. Make sure I get everybody. Don't, don't so. overload me here. <laughs> we all about uh, big loads. Um, <laughs> well Trey placed. <laughs> Trey Young. Okay, so we got Trey Young, Fred Van Fleet, and De'Aaron Fox, and, De'Aaron Fox, and, and, and uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, I thought I had one more for you there. Okay, so let's, let's, let's take that. Let's take that, okay? Yeah. Th- these are – oh, and Jalen Brunson. I'm sorry, that's the other name. Jaylen All right, Brunson. and Jalen Brunson. Okay, right. So these are guards, lead guards for their for their teams, right? Yeah. You can look at them as being number one options on their team. Now let's take a look at another group. Okay. Okay. Tyrese Maxey. Okay. Um. Uh, 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 Donovan Mitchell. Okay. And um, I'm sorry, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell. Um. Ant Man, Shea Gildress, and Murray uh, from Denver. I'm sorry. Okay. From the Denver Nuggets. Okay. And my point to bringing those 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 group of guys up, right? Which group would you say is the better group? Um, well, Ant Man's in the other group. So yeah, that's who I'm riding with. Okay, so that's right. So you're riding with. My thing about about that is I think we we elevate and, and this is a part of your MO so I don't I, don't, I figured that but it, and it's, it's not a problem because it's the masses I think we elevate guys 
who are in that second lead. And Ant could very well be the best player on Minnesota team. I'm not arguing with anybody. I would say he is. But there are still it's still a divided group who would say Cat is because that's he's the original of the team, whatever, whatever. I think that those those guys in that second role, but they're 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 good guards. They're looked at as better players than these other guards that are lead roles on their team. Do you, do you get my point? And, 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 I, and I, I think, think I get like, like, like Trey Young, Trey Young versus Tyrese Maxey. I think a ton of people would say Tyrese Maxey is better now. They would say I would rather have Tyrese Maxey than Trey Young. Would you say that? Um, Just in a vacuum. Yes. You would, right? I would. Yeah. And that's the perfect point and example I'm trying to make because Trey Young is has he's been the leader and the best player on that team, a playoff team, if you may, a playoff team who has won playoff rounds, okay, who has been to the Eastern Conference Finals as the best player on his team, okay? And Tyrese Maxey is playing on a team with arguably the best player in the world, at least the reigning MVP, okay? okay? And I and I, I don't think it is – I don't think it's talked about enough or, or, or graded enough, added enough in the, in, the, in the discussion when you're talking about these players and ranking them that that, that – who they're playing with you know what i mean i think it matters a lot that you're the lead guy on your team like like you throw tyrese maxi on atlanta you take trey young off he's gonna have a fucking rough time man he's gonna have a he's gonna have a rough time and yeah, then I, you're gonna I, pick trey young over what, him. yeah i get what you're trying to go to i mean it, it, there's it, it's it's fair i mean if again you kind of go into the point of like if i'm starting a team from scratch with no other elements who am i taking Mm-hmm. That's really the question because then that that's who you feel really feel is the best player. Yeah, in that group of guys, and so and and like as you're saying those names, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at it like, all right, well, Ant Man is number one for me. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox is number two for me in that grouping of players. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of and then we go from there. there. We go from and there. And so that's just the way I look at. It. I'm always you know that that's that's how I'm, you know, I'm not. I wasn't looking at those players in the context of their team situation until you brought that to my attention. And, I was looking at those players as individuals. And I think but and but I think you have to though. I think you have to. And 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 and, and not as much as if it's a Well no, because like like I, I mean what I'm doing is the purest form of it. I'm trying to rank those guys based on who they are without context. I think you could do it on a grand scale. I I, I think you could and blank picture. Yes, Ant is better than Tyrese Maxey. I think you don't have to. You you, you don't have. But when yeah, it's but that's, close, that's the question that you're asking. Though. It is, but like, if it's like close, you're saying who do you prefer? And then like that is based on an assessment of that player without a content in a vacuum. And who's the better? Who's yeah. the better player? And who's so the that's what player. I automatically automatically defaulted to. But but when it's close, you do have to add that team aspect in, in my opinion, because because what what else what else do you have to compare? What what I what I'm looking for personally is mentality. Like, what do I know about that player's mentality that draws me to them? Well, what's wrong with Trey Young's mentality? Nothing in particular, but Maxi intrigues me because he really seems like a player that's that's built on growth. Like he's he's growing every year. I don't know. I don't watch Trey Young as much as whatever. I mean, to me, he's kind of a statistical machine who's going to have amazing nights. But, like, I don't know that he's, like, necessarily evolving. And maybe it's because he was so much better, 
you know, when when he got here, yeah. that you're not looking at these, you know, these leaps from him. Yeah. Um, and that's that's probably a fair critique of my assessment. But I'm always intrigued by guys that I really think are wired to improve. And, and to me, Maxi over the arc of his career has shown that. And I'm thinking, you know, he he may have an elite mentality that I would be more drawn to. Mm. Well, as as these um you know, as the NBA is progressing, a lot of the talk now is like, you know, the best point guards in the league. And, and you know, Shea is really growing over there in OKC. John Moran is back. You know, um, Curry, you know, just has been doing some Curry things, especially as of late. Um, you know, some people don't like to add Luka to a point guard. Luka just is a point guard. You could disagree or you could whatever. Luka's a point guard, okay? He is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you got Damon in Portland, uh, Jersey, but of course he's in uh, Milwaukee now. Yeah. Okay. You, you know. So you know, how would you how would you rank these players? Am I leaving a point guard off? You think that should be in that conversation? I mean, once you added those other dudes, um, I'm thinking. And just point guard. So like, yeah, I wouldn't. Saying, I wouldn't no, put nobody, I mean, in there's, this there's nobody else that is is jumping out that that feels like they're missing in that group. I, mean, I guess Halliburton could be in this. Well, I, th- oh, I thought we were conversation. carrying the other guys. That yeah, we, well, along with this. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. I thought it was the other guys plus plus the guys yeah, you added. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, at that point, I don't think anybody's being left out. I mean, I think some people would probably want Derek White discussed. <laughs> I mean, just you know, like they're, they're really pushing for him. Not, uh, not, to be not as being the best of that group, yeah, but, yeah. But, but being in the discussion. Yeah. The way he's playing, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a it's fair um, grouping. I, I to me, Luke is a point guard. To me, James Harden's a point point guard yeah any ball dominant player you know who who's heavily involved in advancing the ball up the court is a point guard yeah that that's how i look at it um and so if that's what you do that's the function you play and so you know um probably luca at the top of that um yeah again i you know if we have to be positional specific and we're not going to include ann as a point guard whatever um maybe shea would be next on that even over curry at this point um i mean not not in totality of career but at right the right moment. just right there in the moment because he's the, here's the thing like those guys luca and 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 shea are in that phase of like doing whatever you want every night yeah and curry yeah. It, it, you know, he's on the back end of that and he's not you know he has to pick his spots now he could still pick a spot and be hotter than you know than anybody yeah but but i mean just night to night uh impact on the court i you know those two then shea, shea, yeah shay is shay is a monster man yeah and then then probably steph would be there i i mean i think lillard is a guy that like he's in every third or fourth game guy now yeah you know every third or fourth game he'll maybe drop 30 and and hit a bunch of shots but game to game he's not giving you high performance right you know that's that's just the way that is at this point um and the other guys, I mean, Jaws intrigued. I mean, because he's he's playing great. Yeah. I mean, he's just you know, it's like he they hasn't any ramp up or anything. Yeah. yeah he hasn't you know, no ramp up. He got right to it, and and it's a super high level, and the team's responding to him. So, you know, you again, he's a guy that you know before his nonsense felt like a top five player. Yeah. You know, and was was on the periphery of MVP discussion at his best, and so and it's not an overly talented team. No, no, and, and and if he can get drag those guys to the playoffs, that's going to be. But you just crazy. Like, like what he gives you, like like he gives you multiple plays every night that are just wow. 
if, if it's just basketball. He dunked on Wemby the other day. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, he's just like, he's that, like, I mean, we got to enjoy these guys. And like, I think ants, like, 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 ball in your hands. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you, you I, I am a problem for you. Yeah. And you, and I'm going to be here for 40 minutes tonight. And you guys are just in trouble dealing with me. Yeah. And that's what, that's what those guys are. And like, that's, that's peak stuff, man. That's absolutely peak stuff. Do you want these guys to be in in different situations? Because let's be honest, I don't. I, I want Ant to be in a different situation because I just don't like the Rudy Carl Anthony Towns. I don't like those two guys as people or as players. <laughs> and uh, I just I th- I'd love to see him in a better situation yeah. uh, with with better you know kind of second star complimentary people around him for sure. Um, but you I, still, but you still want him in the lead role as the best player on that team. I think that's what he is. Yeah. I think that's what he proved in the Olympics, yeah, or the, the World Championships. Like they had twelve really good guys, and he stood above them. Yeah, you know he's that dude right now. Um, you'd you'd like to see Ja in you know in a more talented setting than he is for sure, because mm. um, they're going to probably struggle to make the playoffs even with him playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um, Trey Young, you'd like to see him in a like, like, you know, what would he be in a, in a with better, you know, team? Yeah, I would like situation. to see him as as a second as the second best player on the team. Yeah. Get him to, to Dame Lillard. I don't need to see anymore. <laughs> I mean, he could step away from the game. Lucas, Luca, I'm convinced that it, like Luca's just going to play Luca like LeBron does, and it doesn't matter who's around him. It's not going to change him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you yeah, we could put four cones out there. We could put. Four other Hall of Famers, or maybe maybe a couple of those old Celtics with Bill Russell. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean Shea seems to be in the ideal situation for him. Yeah, he is. He's the main guy. He has some young, talented dudes around him. They're they're really playing well right now, and it, and they're they're evolving into a what it feels like a potentially contending team, if not this year next. So I think he's probably in the most favorable situation. Yeah, I I, I think okay. I, Every time I watch him, I say these guys are ready right now. But uh, there's a piece of me that says they're ready right now. But you know, if you know, if you're a big fan of the NBA, you know that there's a window of time where young teams have to go through heartache and losses in the playoffs. But I just, I can't imagine them flaming out. I, I th- like I see a Western Conference Finals in them this year. I, I just and you and you may, but the th- like the thing is, like you got to realize that in the playoffs, you don't necessarily need to flame out. Like it's you, you can lose a series without flaming out. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you you could go to war with somebody Possibly. for seven yeah. games. You can and and you know whatever somebody hits a freaking. Sh- I mean, Kawhi hits a shot against the Sixers. Sixers didn't flame out. No, you know, Kawhi hit a freaking incredible shot and right. that decided the series. Right, like that can happen. But but and, but and, but, know, but we and, we flamed out more than. Kawhi type shots. No, no, I'm, but, no, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I know, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I'm saying, there's a scenario for OKC it is, it where is. they lose a playoff series, nobly, but don't flame, yeah, yeah. nobly, they don't yeah. flame out, yeah, and you know, and that's that's what you want to see, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I would even say go back to the Celtics when when they lost to LeBron in Game Seven mm-hmm. with Cleveland, they they didn't shit the bed, no, I mean they faced fucking LeBron in Game yeah. Seven and it didn't go their way, yeah, you know, and that's that's what these things are, man. So no, I, I'm excited to see it, and, and I'm all for, you know, I'm a winning guy, and I'm all for like, what do people do when the when the stakes are high? 
and what you know i want to see them in that you know i want to see how they react um and rise up to that moment yeah i do speaking of which there's a documentary on the 2022 world cup Mm -hmm. with uh a certain number 10 and i'm not talking about fucking messy (laughs) who stepped up brightest i got (laughs) choked up watching the documentary yeah i was on the couch i got fucking choked up emotionally (laughs) when when he scored the second goal to tie it and all things seemed possible Yo, I remember like when that was going on, like even like it was on my social media. People were tuned into that game. When it's you know, you gotta realize like that that dwarfs the Super Bowl. Yeah, it. I mean, I mean, the Super Bowl looks like a, a, a fucking Tuesday sitcom. Yeah. When you the audience, the global audience of that game. I know it's big when I tune in. Yeah. I'm just not a soccer guy. Yeah. But yeah. when there's a storyline and there's some, I mean, regardless of a storyline, if it's the World Cup I'm watching, just because. Yeah. But especially yeah. when it gets down to the final. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, like literally. That's what I mean. The whole yeah. world's watching. Yeah. You know, and it's like that. Like, like the thing, you could go like, and they did a great job of it in the documentary. Like they'll have like you know they'll have like a. Like cameras in Argentina, like people gathered in like public squares watching the game on a big screen, just going apeshit. People in France, like just the same. You're watching the game, you know, in a whole other country, in your home country. You're not watching it on your couch. You're standing in like the fucking public square watching that thing and just going berserk when something happens good or bad and the, and the best players doing best player shit that's, exactly yeah that's that's, I that's mean, the, it's, it's really it's it's really incredible when you really like really think about it oh god especially yeah. on that grand you know yeah you yeah know, that's grand stage there. that's what it is and it's you know even i mean he gave the halftime speech it was it was it man they're down two nothing he gives the halftime speech he comes out he scores the two goals to tie he scores a third goal to to uh to tie in the dying minutes and well, then, documentary already though that's I mean, I know it's just about it's that Netflix, particular though. run. Netflix, though. That's the thing. It's, it's still, that's no, a lot of the best do, documentaries are coming on Netflix. Well, no, but, but they do a very good job of it. Like, there's the Drive to Survive, which is the Formula One one. And what they do is they, they you know, they kind of go into it and they, they kind of pick, you know, maybe six or eight and it, and, it, and it's, and it's not follow. And it's not on his life. It's on that. No, it's the, it's the World Cup. It's it's on on and and World honestly, okay. they didn't even... They they did they they focused on captains of certain teams. Oh, Messi's okay, captain okay, okay. of Argentina, um, Thiago Silva's captain of Brazil. Um, f- a friend, uh, Lloris is actually the captain of France at the time. So like he was the guy who got more interviews. And Harry Kane was captain of England, and they had the Moroccan captain and the uh, captain of Denmark. It's, it's it's soccer's version of quarterback. Basically, yeah, but yeah. centered on the World but Cup, not a, season. Cup. not a whole and, season. And and so. You know, but in, in, you know, just Mbappe's Mbappe, so he just shines through. But you're watching the, the all the dynamics. They, the, the Senegalese captain uh, was it was featured as so well. So Mbappe is not even it wasn't even a captain that that particular run. No, no, he uh, uh, no Lloris was has been the captain of France for a long time. Okay, and then he retired from international football after that game, and he was fucking awful. He didn't stop a single fucking penalty, um, <laughs> and then Mbappe became captain. Oh, okay, so okay, he's captain okay. now. Yeah, okay. So well, hopefully we'll see him on the next Netflix special. That's what I mean, as the captain, get more, get more uh, screen time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, I mean, but dude, like, he's twenty five years. He he's got some great quotes. Yeah. Uh, like just mentality stuff. Like it's 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 not as good as like Kobe shit, but like they, like when he says something about mentality, you need to listen to it and think about it mm. because it's elite. It's absolutely elite. Mm. And. Uh, you know, one of the many reasons he's my favorite player. 
All righty here. Let's go to uh, – so, of course, we know Lamar is leading in this MVP race now. It's his. We only got one week to left. Even if he, I don't, I, I doubt he plays this week. I was gonna say, like, but, either if he doesn't, like, they don't have a meaningful game. So, like, his performance, you know, whether he plays or, or you know, or, or whatever, it's it's kind of irrelevant to the MVP race. Yeah, and nobody else has a game. Like, nobody else who's close enough has a game that means anything. They're trying to put Josh in this conversation. I just don't think he's close enough. No. But they do play the Dolphins. If he has a huge game versus the Dolphins and they, they win, win and they, they win, the win the division. Yeah, it's too late. Though. But it's, I think it's too yeah, late. Man. Not too late. Too yeah, late. yeah. Too he late. hasn't had, I mean, because Buffalo kind of was up and down early. Like, they haven't had many high-profile games that, that all eyes are watching. No. You know, like the, like some of these other teams. No. Oh, did you see the story of Tariq Hill's house was burning? Yeah, Tariq House was burnt That's down. That's terrible, man. It is. Um, it, apparently, no, no one was in it, though. He was at practice and his family was away. Yeah. But still, that's crazy. I wanted this month to leave the stove on. I don't know. Yeah, what, what happened, man? What happened? Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? That's, that's tough, though. I mean, it's one of those things like, you you know, he's going to have to play on Sunday. Yeah. And it's going to be a big game and, you know, whatever. And, and like, But just think about it. Like, like, most of your important shit in your life just burned up. Yeah. And here you you got your job and you got to play at a high level yeah. and win an important game and bang you're off to the playoffs. It, you know, we, we sometimes you underestimate the difficulties that like the, the everyday things, the non-sport things do, and and how they can impact a player. Exactly. Exactly. I wonder. You know, there are some teams like the Chiefs. They're start. They're sitting there starters. I, I, they already it, announced it. Yeah. Okay. I wonder because the offense has been so like they just haven't caught a groove all season. If you should just, you play. know, you're going to be on the road week one in the playoffs. If you should just go and and play those guys, just get some type of a rhythm. Yeah. I, those receivers better not sit. No, no, all of those, all of them need to be on the field. That's yeah, for yeah. damn sure. Yeah. But I understand like the Mahomes and Kelsey piece of it, but yeah. just those guys haven't caught a rhythm. What, 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 where would you stand on that? Um, a team like that. I hate meaningless games. Mm. I just do. It's, you know, to, just personally, if, I mean, I personally, the way I live my I every day I want to go play a game. Yeah. Like, there's no day that I wake up and I'm like, man, I, I don't want to be involved in any game. And so it's, I can't imagine being like a pro level player and the team's playing and you're not. That just, I can't get my head around that, you know? And, and so I, I generally don't favor sitting out. And I do think like you become what your habits are, and if you know your habits are good, and you're in a rhythm of of you know playing every week or what you know whatever the case is, like I would want to sustain that and 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 do that. Um, I you know it's just like a precautionary safety thing. I would assume that oh, we don't want those guys to get hurt in any way, but like I also think you don't think about being hurt when you're participating. You can't let that seep into your mind, or I think you bring you know, bring on the chances of that happening more. You, know, you just play and and you know you keep a rhythm you find a rhythm and maintain it and i don't see you know just why not playing is going to help the chiefs what are they going to accomplish okay other than this theoretical nobody's going to get hurt yeah that's, that's you, know, the... you still got to have 53 guys out there putting themselves in, at risk yeah you know so it might not be pat it might not be kelsey but some other important piece could get hurt on sunday yeah but that's you know, that is what it is you, you can't live your life in fear. fear, you know, if that's the case, you might as well succumb to the fears and pass away. Yeah, old Blaine Gabbert is going to see the field. 
<laughs> remember him with his uh, oh I, yeah I remember him well he's <laughs> fucking terrible <laughs> let's see what uh, let's see if Andy the quarterback whisperer has, we'll see what he can do for, do for, for Blaine yeah. you know the funny thing is you're not a big busting with the boys guy no, but, if, yeah, but I, you know, I know like, about it for sure. T- Taylor Lewin, he he played with him at uh, with, Blake, with, Gabbard? with Gabbard. And apparently Gabbard's like a super cocky bastard. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, he's like, he would come into games, like, he can't, like, somebody got hurt in front of him and he comes into the game and he'll, he'll like, his first nap, like, he'll be in the huddle going, all right, old Blaine's going to sling it a little bit. It'll <laughs> <laughs> throw, like, two picks. And like, dudes are like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> Are you are you buying into this uh, Cleveland Browns and uh, the Joe Flacco story? They're good, they're very good. Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm bought into it. I, I mean, they're that that defense is very tough, and right now they have a great offensive rhythm. They have nice weapons and a guy that's getting the ball out and doing what it's supposed to do. And what does it say about Deshaun, man? He's lost. He he's he's. I thought he was overhyped as a you, pro. You were. You did. You and, were and on I, that track. You know, I, don't, I never thought he played at a high elite NFL level to begin with. and But there was kind of this narrative that he was that level guy. Yeah, it was him versus Patrick and then for the you best take, quarterback in the league. Then you take essentially like two years out of your career and come back and you're supposed to play at a high level. And then you get – I mean, you're essentially supposed to play up to that contract. You're – presumably supposed to play better than you ever have after two years out of football. And he hasn't even showed a glimpse. And here's that, that, like, that here's another a... thing that I just like, I don't like, like, like the, the whole injury thing. He wasn't injured. That's, yeah. That's, like he by was every report. out for two years. And, and the, the problem what the point in saying that is there is a rhythm to being a professional athlete. There's a routine. You, you have a certain, you know, like whatever you, you, Preseason, you play your season, you have your postseason, whatever your rest routine is, whatever your recovery routine is, whatever things you're going to train. Like, there's a rhythm to do that. And when you disrupt that, you don't help yourself. Mm. Like, you condition yourself to play. And when you don't play, things diminish, things erode. Big believer in that. that that's, that's, I don't, they're going to be. We got we got to see how the playoffs roll out. You know what I mean. At the same time, Joe Joe Flacco's been on his couch for a fucking year. You know what I mean. (laughs) But yeah. So yeah, yeah. but but I got you. Got to see where this goes. If they at least win a playoff game or two, what the fuck happens in this off season? What happens? And then when Deshaun comes back, you know Joe Flacco's an older he's an older quarterback in that in that term. I don't like I don't know. I don't know what yeah. they do. Yeah, and Deshaun well, yeah, has what, this fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, but what, I mean, really, to, like, what is Joe Flacco's? Like, does he you know get to the end of this and like, win a playoff game or two? He said, "Man, I want to come. This is great. I want to come you, back." You know what I mean? Or does he say, "Man, that was really great. What a way to go out." Yeah, you know, I played some, you know, put eight or ten games of really good football, and yeah. you know, let me go do something else. Like, and, and he could. I don't know what he feels. Right. You know. Um, but but that might be the way he goes about it. That's a good point. Yeah, may, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna all hinge on him and and also this playoff run and 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 it, and it seems as if they're the biggest you know or, or the biggest threat to the Ravens just stylistically and everything. They're they're yeah. you know they're physical enough and they have um, you know the, the the offense that can challenge that Ravens defense. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that that would be probably 
the biggest playoff game I would be interested in on that side. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, and it looks, it looks like Dallas is going to catch a break and win the division and get two home playoff games uh, because the Eagles just fucking – they just fell off a damn flying airplane. <laughs> a flying airplane. I, I, I don't know what happened with no parachute Yeah, they jumped out of a plane with no shoot. Yeah, I don't know. Their <laughs> don't defense know has gone to, to garbage. The secondary is just And they've awful. lost, like, any sense of, like – like last year, they had a real like camaraderie, collective esprit de corps, and they don't have any of that. Anymore. No, like there's you know maybe even, maybe even, even today, today I was at lunch, I was eating at Bubacoo's, and it's like they're on the TV talking about like you know should Sirianni lose his job like less than twelve months after being a field goal away from winning the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, like you're out. Like, it's crazy, you know, and you're on track to be in the playoffs. But maybe coordinators in NFL are that important. More important than we 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 attach value to. They lost their offensive and defensive coordinator last year. Didn't lose many players. The Chiefs lose Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, and and, and just you know, you could say ah, oh, it's nothing or whatever. The head coach did that, but look at the differences that, that these coordinators are making across the league once they leave. Yeah, and they're not even having success in their next gig. Just, <laughs> but as coordinators, they were fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now there's something to be said, but like like every team. Lives a season at a time, yeah. And you got to realize that, like, even changes that, like, again, as 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 fans, you know, we look, oh, hey, you know, most of their big names came back, yeah. But you got to realize there's smaller pieces, whether it's assistant coaches, whether it's like just like glue guys in the yeah, clubhouse yeah. that change the dynamic of a team. And there's just also adversity that hits that, like, you know affects the mentality of a team mm -hmm. you know you you you, you, you know whatever injuries that you know the you just maybe you like last year you seem to get you know every fumble that fell on the ground and this year you can't like there's just certain things that that affect that and when you have a team that like can sustain over long stretches of time like don't forget how important how significant that is yeah because there's so many forces making that difficult yeah no, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, you know, the 49ers, they'll have to, you know, show that they can bounce back from that uh, Ravens loss there. But I still think they're the best team in that, on that NFC side. And, and, I, and I don't think the, it's close. The most likely scenario is a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, both of those teams have kind of, with the consistency and, and performing well in the biggest moments, shown you that that's, you know, that they're the best of the best. I'm stronger on the 49ers making it though but and only because the ravens have a, a stiffer competition to get there yeah um, I, I would, I would I, I, wouldn't the, disagree with the that. ravens is by far the best team in the nfl um but but i i think there are a couple of teams that can provide some resistance there real resistance in the playoffs and and you know lamar hasn't you know when you talk just, track record i was just gonna say that yeah like, he, he hasn't been the best in the playoffs now now this is the best version of him he he's 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 you know seems to have a firm grasp on his offense he's not making a ton of mistakes he's he's throwing out of the pocket more he, he seems to have weapons you know see, he has more weapons yeah no. uh, uh so this is a different year but when you talk history you know, Lamar has done well in the regular season. He's won a regular season MVP before already. They've had good seasons and flamed out in the playoffs Yeah, um, due to his performance. You know? Yeah, so. there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot riding on this for him because, he, again, he's the presumptive MVP at this point. He's, you know, quarterbacking what we believe is the best team in football and what they've shown us thus far. So anything less than he, the he, Super Bowl is, is pretty poor. He cannot get into this playoffs 
and 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 be poor. Play poor, yeah. He can't. Yeah. He, it, it, it's it's uh, you know uh, yeah. He has a long career ahead of him. He blah 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 and blah blah blah. He can come back next year and this is and that. This he can't do that this year. Yeah. I, 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 you know. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see about that for sure. Um. You you got any other uh, M- NBA notes here? Before we nah. No. Show anything? No particular notes. Just uh, that's it, man. Yeah, I think that's. I it. successfully protested. Didn't watch any of the college football Final Four games. <laughs> oh yeah, we were supposed to talk about that too. The college football. Yeah, no, I, did, I didn't watch a damn snap of it. <laughs> I watched every second. Of it. Yeah. No, I'm gonna tell you something though. I'm gonna tell you something. I know that the you know the Florida State guys, you know, it's, it's somewhat justice the Alabama and Texas loss, but again, the committee's job is to give. Us, the people who want to watch the games, the the best games. Those two games were fucking awesome. I watched every second of it. The Alabama game, they lost, but it went to overtime. That was an awesome game. Alabama, Michigan, uh, it was a great game. And the Texas game, that also was a, it was an awesome game. It was a fun game to watch. I won't say anything other than fuck the committee. <laughs> they did, they did, they no, did they a didn't. great job. No, they didn't I'm, I'm, job. I'm saying the product that was given to us, it was a good product. Just when you just taking that vacuum, okay. Now, does 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 Florida State have some solace because Alabama and and and, and Texas lost? There's no solace. You can't take away an injustice. But you you you, you feel a little you feel a little better about that. No, I don't. You don't feel a tiny bit better than no. Alabama. A little bit justified. No. Well, some Florida State fans do. Well, they're fucking weak. <laughs> no, that you cannot correct an injustice. It's like letting a guy out of prison after twenty years for a crime he didn't commit. Like you're not fucking doing anything. He <laughs> get out. I mean, they, they realized the mistake. Twenty years in prison. They're like, gonna give him a couple thousand dollars in a place to stay. Who cares, man? Like no, injustice is injustice. It needs to be spoken out upon. And the offenders, the perpetrators of the injustice, need to be hunted to the end of the earth. <laughs> Sodomized and left for dead. Come on, man. No. That's a genuine <laughs> sentiment. I'm not here for fucking apologies. Well, I'm not here to give apologies. I'm not a man of the cloth. <laughs> not a man of the cloth. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys got a, first they got a, uh, they finally got their portal quarterback. Yeah, got DJ. Now, now, we'll now, see what's up. This is interesting because the guy left because the the the, the second or third string quarterback, the second string quarterback you guys had. Yeah, he left only because he knew that you guys were going into the portal for quarterback. Regardless, right? He didn't know what guy they were going to get. He didn't know well, that they he, were going to actually land a guy. No. Because yeah, it was it wasn't had, guaranteed. Had, you guys had a couple had, in the truck and you Cam, lost we two. Had Cam yeah, you D- lost Cam and DJ visited right already like they already were on campus dj was very i think we wanted cam and yeah. we kind of kept dj on ice until cam made a decision and then we went with dj so he they knew he knew what was up but like, but 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 knowing college the business of college football knowing this the business of the transfer portal it wasn't guaranteed that you're going to land one of those two and what i'm saying is he, he entered the portal not even knowing, and and, and, my, and my point to bring that up is because other a lot of other schools, tons of other schools deal with this, and it's just like man, this guy is just is 
he's afraid of competition is what I think is what I see in my mind. Is he that just what didn't, you think? Like, I mean, here's the deal. Like, like, like for his side of it, he, he didn't see hope. Yeah. He said, these dudes are aggressively going after a quarterback to play next year, which is my senior year. So they, I'm not part of the plan here. And I've got these two guys behind me that are young and talented or whatever. So I'm not part of the plan. And so if I'm not part of the plan and I want to play college football, I got to go elsewhere. The only issue I have with him is like, why are you announcing this the week before we play a bowl game that you would have played in? Yeah. That you could have put film out there against a top-rated defense yeah. that would have shown, hey, look at the level. Because you can hit the play. portal after it's exactly. Not, it's, it's, People it's, have. It's not like you're. Yeah, it's not like you're. Yeah. And he's not like he. No, he hasn't committed anywhere. No. As a, I mean, we're four days post game. Yeah, he hasn't committed anywhere. Right. So it's it's all kind of stupid. Like yeah. there was, you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe he felt it's know, not a pure anger. Yeah, it's not a pure anger whatever, and disrespect, but. You know that that is what because it is. he's been a part of that program and it's his turn, it's his time. Yeah. I understand that, but like you said, get more film. But I'm gonna tell you something. I've watched DJ play a couple of games. I I, I don't think he's that much better than that guy. That guy's sample size is so it's small. so small. You, but from what can't. I saw. <sighs> I, he ha- he has some tools now. He has some nah, tools. He, he could swing it a little bit. He's, he's and, a little... And, and the DJ guy's not. He's he's not anything spectacular. I think he's no, going to come no. in and do well because uh, Florida State has a better should have a better team around him. Than, right, right, than right, had. right. So, no, so, I, so I think. Idea, I mean, to right? me, like, but again, he's a guy that's probably up. Uh, you know, to twenty five, thirty starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a more seasoned. He's a more seasoned. That's what people are looking for right now. Is when you're getting guys, especially out of that portal, that those starts. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like you get Tate has two starts. Yeah, you know, and that you know, and he he hasn't been brilliant in in, you know in either one of them. Um, So that's that just is what it is. And you know, I mean, right now Brock Glenn has as many starts as Tate had in four years. (laughs) You know, he got two starts. But yeah, that I mean, I I don't have. I mean, to me, he should go in the portal. But why not play the game? That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But Mike's post game speech is getting a lot of play. Did you see that? What did he say? He just he just like kind of was like an emotional speech about you know his appreciation for the guys who who played and this and that and that you know life's not fair and you just got to deal with it. I mean it was, it was generically good motivational shit, but he's really good with that stuff. I feel I feel some type of way about guys who 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 sat out for Florida State. I, uh, they're 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 just as weak as Willie, man. Famous <laughs> coach. I yeah, I, I I don't I like again. I don't really get it. Um, if there's I mean there's a game to be played. Like why not play? Yeah. Like well, like legitimately. Like what did you do Saturday at four o'clock? <laughs> like what what were you doing? I hope it was a threesome. <laughs> because you know, anything else kind of probably wasn't as good as playing a nationally televised game against the Georgia Bulldogs. Just monkey see, monkey do. A couple, a couple guys made a decision. But, I mean, but and I'm they're saying, following but, suit, and, and I get it. But break it down. Like, what did you do yeah. Saturday at four o'clock? Was it you know anything worth a damn? Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, it, yeah. is the move is the move to go to the game and cheer on your guys? 
Is there that a good move? There were dudes, like, I was confused with that. So there were dudes that didn't play, but it kind of got announced late. And then I heard some stuff that some guys had, like, some injuries and stuff that, like, didn't heal in time, which I was kind of skeptical of. But, like, I didn't see, like, Jared Verse or Keon or some of those guys there. Mm. So I assumed they just weren't part of the traveling party and just weren't there. It's like, what were you doing? Yeah. You know, I, I just don't get that. Like and again, it's, it's it's monkey see monkey do to a degree. It, it's also kind of like thinking in fear and not not positivity that oh I, I can't play this boy I'll get hurt like whatever. But I also I definitely think at some point there was a trickle down thing where a guy some guys started sitting out and there were guys that announced they were going to play early and then changed their mind. Mm. I don't know what went into the mechanics of that decision, but I also felt like at some point it becomes like a tipping point that it's like. Well, if he ain't playing, he ain't playing. He played, like this. This roster's gonna suck. Like, do I really want to be in that game? Yeah, you know. And then other guys bow out of the game. So I don't even know. And I don't even know if I mean, like, honestly, it wouldn't have surprised me if Norville went to a couple of those dudes, like you know, that, that were on the sideline, and be like, "Hey, this ain't gonna go well." So I'm cool with you sitting down. Exactly. I don't know. You know, I mean, I it, it wouldn't surprise me completely because one of the guys, Braden Fisk, was like giving like. Interviews during the week, like there was no indication that he was going. He to... was not going to play, and then game day he shows up, you know, not in uniform, you know, just on the sideline. So I'm like, I don't know. The one guy Tatum Bethune, they did explain like he, I know he had a bad knee in the Louisville game. He had a procedure after the game, which my thinking is, if we make the playoff, he holds off on the procedure and plays. But because we weren't playing a meaningful game, no, that makes procedure. sense. And and you know gets himself right for you know whatever draft process is going to entail. The 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 very last thing I wanted to know here before we get out the show here is uh so the the, the Bucks have lost back to back Milwaukee Bucks have lost back to back games to Indiana Indiana Pacers. I I, I for sure thought they would win today, being that because they had one of these home and away things with Pacers where they played them back to back. Yeah, and they lost the, on the front end. And I said, well, for sure they're going to beat the Pacers on the back end, and they lost again. One thing to keep in in mind about the Milwaukee Bucks is one thing that that you you know harping about with Dame. You're not a Dame guy. These guards they lost to the to the New York Knicks as well um, a few days ago. Jalen Brunson had about forty, and uh, Halliburton is, is was going crazy in the front end. And today he had almost a triple double or whatever. These it's, it's, it, the, at the, their defense at the point of attack is much much worse this year. And of course, okay, yeah. trading in Drew Holiday for Dame. But it's 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 Dame, it's creating Dame. a big impact. Oh, I know. Dame is, is too cool and too old to to play against the Pacers. Yeah, he didn't want to. Oh, play the Pacers is a it's a yeah, fast. He didn't want to be involved in that. Up and down. I, that's part of the reason I'm not a Dame guy. Yeah, but it, but the Knicks play really slow. Yeah, and Brunson is putting up forty on you. But Brunson's, <laughs> Brun, Brunson's coming to work every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Dame's not. Yeah. Like I, I said it thirty minutes ago. He, he's every third or fourth game guy. He, he he's going to have a, a, some big games in the playoffs, but but, but he's I, also going to have some stinkers. He's, but he's going to have some stinkers. I, I don't think, I, I think that was a cost great him. move. I think it's I think it's going to cost him in the yeah, end. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't like him. I don't think he's a real winner. Mm. He's not a two way guy. Yeah. And and again, he doesn't play with the energy or the or the chip on it. Like we were talking about, like Ant, John, those guys, like like. They step on the court every night they're playing, and they want to show somebody up. Yeah, they want want to prove something to somebody. Yeah, Dame doesn't care. Right, you know he'll hit hit a few big shots or get hot every third or fourth game, and that's cool. That's yeah. good for the brand. 
Shout out to the Get the Bad Crew. He's he's one of the no, leaders in that No, don't shout out clubhouse. to the Get the Bad Crew. <laughs> the Get the Bad Crew can, can be in that rural barn that I put on fire with the committee. <laughs> I'm tired of getting the bag, man. There, there's a thing. There's an IG thing with uh, John Jones. Yeah. Um, I think didn't you post in your stories? Or something? I posted the stories. Okay. Did you listen to it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what this is about. Yeah. Like if you don't come from that cloth, it ain't the religious one. If you don't come from that cloth, I got no use for you. Yeah. You're not doing anything but collecting a check. Yeah. It was like, do because you can. Because yeah. you're capable of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's very big. Like, he's yeah. like, you know, whatever. I have these talents. I have a duty, a responsibility to show everybody what these talents can do. Yeah. And that that's the thing. And you talk about some of like the great dudes. Like, this even goes to like a back in the day, like Joe DiMaggio in baseball. I remember like stories. It's like they're they're you know, like you know, oh, why do you play you know every game or whatever? It's like because there's some kid that like came to this game and this is the only time he's gonna see me, yeah. and I'm not gonna let him down. Like I'm gonna show you who I am. Mm. All these motherfuckers running around saying, I'm him. <laughs> like, are you really? Are you really? Only when you want to be? <laughs> Only when it's easy? Be him when it's hard, man. Be him when you don't want to play. Only when you're playing Charlotte? Yeah. I'm him <laughs> in Charlotte. <laughs> be him everywhere or take that phrase out of your damn mouth. I don't like that one at all. No, man. But All right, you guys have been on the bench. We'll catch you guys next week.